We're talking with Casey Holmberg from Fog Holler. They're going to be playing at the Gold Vibe Kombucherie in Grass Valley this coming Thursday at 8 p.m. Casey, thanks for joining us. Oh, pleasure, really. Thanks for having me. So Fog Holler is a band that people might not be familiar with, so let's dig into it. How long has there been a Fog Holler? So Fog Holler started um, in the beginning of 2018, but um, we were just a trio back then. Um, Since then, we've uh, had a bit of time to play, write music. Um, We've added another member. Um, More recently, we got a fiddle player, which makes us now a four-piece sort of bluegrass ensemble. We play mostly our own original music that is referential to the sort of original traditional bluegrass sound, but relies on our own storytelling and our own um, sort of melodic preferences. Um, so we've, we've created a, a new version of something old, I guess you'd say. I like that. I like that a lot. A new version of something old. Let's talk about the band now. You were a three-piece, now you're a four-piece because you've added a fiddle player. Let's see, you also need a mandolin to be a, a true bluegrass band. That's true. And, you know, our very first uh, gig, someone told us, you know, you really need a, a mandolin to play bluegrass. And we still haven't corrected that issue. So, so uh, we, uh, we, we're definitely in, in bluegrass remedial class um, for, that, for that sin. But, um, you know, uh, getting a bluegrass band together, we, we started um, just as a trio. And it was um, really interesting to try and figure out how to play, try and create a full band sound um, missing the fiddle and the mandolin because um, we were just a banjo, guitar, and bass in the beginning. And it really it forced us to work on our groove and really tighten that up so that when we did add a fiddle player, it feels like a very full sound to me now. Um, and I do, there's times when I wish that we had a mandolin player, but I'm I'm very happy with how the band is sounding now that we've we've added Lillian Sawyer on fiddle. She provides a lot of the chop that the the mandolin characteristically provides to bluegrass to our music, and um, it's it's really added a lot. Well, yeah, you can still pull it down and pick it too. All right, so uh, we're going to see you this Thursday at Gold Vibe Kombucherie. Have you been through Grass Valley before? Yeah, actually, in 2019. The band as a trio got to play on Burns stage at the Father's Day Bluegrass Festival. Awesome, yeah. And so that was our first time coming through um, Grass Valley as a band. I had played previously there at a spot called Open Book with a different project and sort of fell in love with the town for the first time, just both the way that, you know, the everything is on the slope and you get to walk up and down. It feels like there's no flat ground in the town hardly, which I really liked. Um, I love that mountain town vibe, all the old sort of Victorian, pre-Victorian architecture feels incredibly Western and uniquely Californian. We're talking with Casey Holmberg. He's with the band Fog Holler. They're coming up to the Gold Vibe Kombucherie on Thursday. So talk a little bit about where you got your love of the banjo from. Who were some of your early inspirations? Yeah, I played saxophone mostly um, in my youth and didn't really play string instruments until I I left my hometown. I was at college and there were a lot of people um, meeting up, jamming with guitars on in the common spaces. And I wanted to participate in some way. So I went out and I found myself a, a mandolin. 
from a local music store. And I, I picked that up and I was trying to teach myself a little bit. And so started listening to more music that featured the mandolin. And that's when I really discovered um, bluegrass and subsequently bluegrass banjo. The sound of the banjo really just did something to me. Listening to it just sort of lit my brain up. It was a phenomenon where I would go on these like YouTube searches and watch all these videos and then go to sleep. And I was dreaming about banjos and it was sort of this unhealthy obsession that I had to deal with by finding a banjo. So I acquired one and took it around everywhere with me. At that point, I was listening to a lot of people. Um, Earl Scruggs really was, of course, one of the foundational figures of the banjo, but also um, his music, having had a basis in saxophone, he, he does all this stuff that is really referential to these old sort of swing and big band numbers that felt very familiar. And so there was a, a nice connection between that early jazz and some of the early bluegrass that felt very similar playing a horn to playing the banjo. So it, there, was, there was definitely a point of connection there, but then as I discovered more, I got really into um, the playing of Noam Kelney, the playing of Danny Barnes, who's a Northwest sort of banjo underground figure. There's probably some of the biggest inspirations. And then when we were out on the scene um, in the Bay Area, I got to meet uh, Robert Earl Davis of the Earl Brothers, who are a uh, bluegrass band based out of San Francisco. And his playing um, was really inspirational to me, too. He has this sort of drive to keep everything very simple and straightforward on the banjo. And I think that that's sometimes players will try and get caught up in, in all that they can do. But Robert really, he focuses on that, that sort of pure, simple sound that really drives drives the song forward. And that, that was inspirational to me as well. So I'd say those those four people were probably some of the biggest inspirations for me. Well, the Earl brothers are whiskey-infused, so you have to take it with a grain of salt there. It's true. It's true. <laughs> yes. Are you guys uh, more of a dance band, would you say, or are you a listening band? That's a good question. I think we sort of we straddle that line a little bit. Um, we definitely have some pieces that are more arranged and um the focus shifts the the beat drops out from here or in different places and it it might be a little harder to dance to some of our tunes but we also do have some very up and driving music so uh, i wish i wish i had a straight answer for you but i'd say that we're probably it's a it's a yes and no is i guess what i'd say you can always find a way to dance to our music Hey, Casey, thank you so much for talking with us. That's Casey Holmberg from Fog Holler. They're coming up to the Gold Vibe Kombuchi Thursday, 8 o'clock show. Uh, if people want to get more information about Fog Holler, how do they do that? Well, we are at fogholler.band on the Internet. That's .band. And then we are also on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the social media, if you want to give us a, a follow there. Um, I'd say those are the best ways to keep in touch with us. Our website will have all of our dates listed for where we're going to be when. Very good. Thanks for all the info, and we look forward to seeing you on Thursday night. Well, thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it.